Okay, it's recording. Hi, Aniola. Welcome to Literally Let's Talk About It. Um, so the thing that I do to make people feel comfortable when they come on the podcast is, you know, talk about yourself, talk about your interests, things that you find interesting, just a little bit about yourself. And you can also, like, give us, like, a fun fact if you're down for that. So, my name is Anyola, obviously, and um, I'm a designer. What else do I do? I like to read books and watch um, adult animation, like Family Guy and stuff. That's the only thing I watch. I feel like I've watched Family Guy, like, five times from the beginning to the end. Because even though there's a new season, I don't care. I watch it every time. But, yeah, um, I enjoy reading books and I enjoy watching Family Guy. I think that's the only thing I do, man. I don't know. I don't know any fun fact about myself right now. There's no fun facts. No, it's cool. It's cool, I guess. Because, like, mm-hmm. somebody asked me, oh, what? tell me about yourself. And I'm like, oh, my God, do I know myself? Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't know. I don't know who I am, man. We're still figuring it out. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't like to jump onto the topic immediately because I feel like we have to give room to discuss mm-hmm. some things. So tell me one thing on the internet that you're finding quite interesting. So we can just like hop on that, have a conversation about that before we run into the topic. To be honest, I don't know because I'm actually reducing my internet lifestyle. Like I don't... I feel like it does more um, than good these days. There's so many, like, negatives. And, yeah, I was just even telling my friend the other time, like, as somebody in a relationship and stuff, like, social media might not be the best for you, to be honest. Because there are so many things, there are so many... I know there are good things as well, but, like, the negatives just outweigh, like, the good things. And everybody's just... Yeah. Man, it's just crazy out there. Like, I feel like I'm just running away from the internet right now. So, I don't know what's going on on the internet. I, I wish I could run from the internet, but that's my job. <laughs> I don't know how you do it, man. I cannot. There's a, there are sometimes I just want to, like, hide. And I just want to be like, um, can we hop on this particular trend? Because we're, like, they're trending and I want to trend too. And I'm mm-hmm. like, no. <laughs> no. Or they'll be like, um, so what's the trending thing? Because like right now, I work two jobs and they're both social media. And mm-hmm. everybody be like, um, so what do you think we should do to make us like put us out there in that space? And I'm like, there's nothing you want to do. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, content creation is, I don't know if we do it, man. It's, it know. sucks. It sucks. Well, it I seems like st- you enjoy it. So, I do enjoy creating things that people can look at, mm-hmm. but I don't enjoy being the one in the forefront because it's just exhausting. Why am I? Like, why are you perceiving me? I feel that, man. I feel that because you have someone to be like, "Oh my god, I saw you on Instagram. I know you from social media." And I'm like, "Don't, don't say that. Don't say that. You're already weird." I will like when people say, "I, I know you from social media." Mm-mm. I don't like that. Okay, um, let's. I want to piggyback off of what you said about mm-hmm. like being in a relationship and seeing how 
people are quite negative in that yeah. space like oh i've seen trends like oh you the trust man you go the trust man no worry mm-hmm. you go see shaggy or yeah. um you are with this person and you think he likes you or he does this and you think he genuinely likes you and i'm like why are we always projecting exactly like i don't get it man I feel like he has to be very strong-willed if you're in a relationship. And I feel like the strongest soldiers of like the whole entire world are the people that still put their relationship on social media. I cannot do it. I've done it once. It was the worst time of my life after. So I, I remember that. It's like everybody, yeah, everybody's going to need to pick a relationship. And I don't know. I, I don't care how strong you are. I feel like sometimes it might just get to you. Like it will get to you. So I don't know, man. It's, it's just crazy on social media. Everybody's like, oh, if he's not doing this, he doesn't love you. If he's doing this... I he hate that thing. <laughs> I like... hate it. I see so many social media content creators, most especially on TikTok, because that's where I spend most of my time. I see people being like, five things he's supposed to do if he loves you. Send your extravagant gifts. Do this and do that. Mm-hmm. Two things to know if he does not like you how to be manipulative to a man so that he knows that you're the boss or and i'm like oh my god we've lost the plot we've lost the plot for real like i don't even know how to play all these mind games like i i really can't like if i'm in a relationship that makes me play mind i can't even be in a relationship that makes me play mind games because it's stressful man like work is already stressing me then i will not be in a relationship that i have to be doing for that mass i cannot i don't know i don't know how people do it man Everything is different. Like, you can't say, oh, there's no formula for relationships. Like, I've been in a few, and I feel like everyone has been different in its own way. And, like, if I'm following a formula, I don't even think I'll be in this relationship. And I feel like this is my best relationship so far. So, I don't know. I feel like just find out what works for you. That's the best thing. First of all, I love that for you. Why am I blushing for you? (laughs) I'm so happy for you. Thank you. Because, like, you sound happier we've known each other for like a while we're, we've not been close friends but we do update each other sometimes yeah. and i want to ask like what is something that your past relationships have like taught you to like always hold on to and you're like oh yeah i'm going to hold on to this particular ideology and then you enter this new one and you're like ah, it doesn't work like that <laughs> uh mm, let me see let me think about that I honestly don't even know. I honestly don't even know. Like, <laughs> not that you're asking me, I don't know. But let me say this thing. Like, I was in, like, a situationship in quotes. Oh, my goodness. I know, trenches. Before, like, <laughs> before entering this relationship. And, like, when I was in this, I felt like, oh, that's the best relationship, like, in quotes I've had with, you know, a man and stuff. It felt like I was on a high. Like, every time, there was just... It was just so exciting, like, from the beginning to the end. And, like, you know, when I was now, like, getting into this one, I was like, yeah, that excitement is what I need. I need to be excited all the time. And I feel like, yeah, and I realized that being that excited is not even, it's kind of a toxic thing because you can't It's a red flag. It's yeah, a like, big-ass red flag. I'm always excited, but <laughs> it is a big red flag. I feel like maybe that's what I figured out, that it's okay for things to just calm i feel like yeah that's like if i had to describe my relationship with one word it's just going to calm like i don't i'm not thinking if he's texting other people i I don't think if he's doing any other thing like i know is either sleeping or working so like 
And when this like when there's excitement, there's excitement, like you know, but there's no toxicity of like, oh, is he texting other people? I'm I should check who is texting me on Instagram or Twitter. All those things don't matter. So I feel like when else like you're not worried about all those things. That excitement in quotes that you think, oh, with this situation she person because you're not supposed to be with the person or it's not working out. That's why it's exciting. So I feel like once that goes away and like yeah, there's more of a structure and it's just I don't know, man. There's just a calm feeling of being with somebody that you don't have to worry about all of that. You get like this person's not person. So yeah, I think that's what I've gotten from this relationship so far. Like excitement is good, but when it's constant, you need to check like why. Yeah. I don't know. It might make sense to some people, but Oh yeah. it does. Because the funny thing is I've been with this my partner for like since I can remember off and on but still it has never been a situation where we've had i've had to be like who is he texting who's that babe oh mm-hmm. what's she doing in his life hmm what, what's going on i've he has never done that like i think when i was in uni i had some friends tell me that my relationship was weird because we talked about everything <laughs> they were like why are you having conversations about people that you have crushes on and i'm like if you don't make space for that and you feel like you have to hide everything from this person, you mm-hmm. end up doing the most. Yeah. Because we'll sit down and be like, oh, this is what it's supposed Because I used to always be like, oh, if I like somebody else outside of my relationship, it means like I need to leave the relationship. I need to like dump it all mm-hmm. until we both sat down and we're like, it's normal. You just don't have to act on it. That's the whole point. You're human. You're going to see people that are more attractive or yeah. that look a particular kind of way. And you're like, oh, wow. People are fascinating on a normal note, but you don't act on it. And I remember back in school where everybody was so excited to be doing one thing or the other. Like, it was nice to be lying to your partner. It was also like, it was just this trend of like, let's lie to people. Like, how do you do it? Okay, just don't text him that you're going to see other guys. I had this group of friends where it was a mindset where you had to play a guy to get a guy. Yeah. I think that's very common in Uniben. Oh, Like, God. I feel like that's the culture there. Like, you can't... <laughs> being loyal to somebody is like you being stupid. And it was you. just crazy. It was crazy. And now that I'm old, I'm like, okay, that was stupid because you... That, me- that meant you have free time. <laughs> right? Right? You have a lot of free time because now, like my weekends, during my week, my free times are just like, okay, I'm going to sleep. I'm just going to close my laptop and sleep. And sleep, man. There's no time for all of that. I don't know. I yeah. see people still doing that, and I'm like, why? Just rest, relax. Like life is not supposed to be like playing mind games all the time. It's not. Oh, he does this, and I do this, and I don't know, man. Oh. If he if he likes another girl's pictures, I would post another guy. Where? If he, I'm just like that. Do me, I do you. That's like primary two game, sha. But okay, mm-hmm. go on. I do you, but like it can't be me, man. It can't be at me. this point. Mm-hmm. Okay, I wanted to ask you something. As per like, I've been watching you do a lot. I've seen your designs. They're great, guy. Like you have an amazing eye. You know, two things together. I wanted to ask, like, how it has been for you since, like, finishing school. You finished with a first class in chemistry. I was fucking jealous. Now I can say that with my full chest. I was jealous because I was like, how the fuck did she do that? 
man i get that i don't know i honestly don't even know why i did it to be honest i never knew i was doing it until the end like even like second semester i met my course advisor and he still told me that there's no point in trying you're not going to make a first class it was like the only time i can make a first class is if i make a 5.0 like in my 400 level like first semester second semester i was like that's impossible man like, what is this person saying i was like you know what i'm not doing this again i'm not even trying my friend was like you know just try and if it doesn't work out that's fine so i was like okay let me try so i read the most i've ever read in my entire life and somehow i had only one B, so i guess i was lucky i don't know but yeah it was crazy because <laughs> after that i didn't even know what i was doing my life like yes everybody was expecting me to do something with the grade and all of that with my score but like after i think we finished um school everything in september and then i was just at home for like a period of time i was like what and that was the time i was seeing a lot of like text stuff on twitter and then one evening i was just like what the hell is UIUX? like i keep seeing it around i don't i don't even know what it is so that evening i just like um searched youtube i remember the first video i saw was one babe talking about how she got into UIUX and what it is and all of that and that night, I just, like, watched a couple of videos and did my first design. I really did not know, like, what it was, what it was exactly. But, like, I already had an idea. So, from that day, I just started practicing. But I feel like it's two weeks later, I went to camp. And then when I came back, life just started. Like, it was just crazy. So, yeah. although I tried to do this, like, with 9 to 5, but it was so stressful. So, I left it for a bit. Then, I, I think I got my first job. That was, like the worst thing i've ever gone through in my entire life like it was so crazy like timelines and everything and it's been my first job it was crazy and like i had to leave the job because one sunday i went out and like my boss was texting and calling like oh yeah if you have a meeting i'm like i'm out and he's like i'm out this sunday and then he got so pissed he called my friend that i was working with i was like out oh, I was like, who do I think I am? Like, going out on a Sunday when I have work to do, da da da. I hate Lagos employers because they feel like because they're, they're paying you salary, your life belongs to them. They're like, like I was so shocked. Like, I was like, this is not real. And then I go back and then I texted. I was like, I texted the designer. I was like, the second guy. I was like, oh, so yeah, what are we working on now? So, and he didn't reply me. So I flashed it. Then the next day, yeah, my friend told me that, oh, the guy could see you called and all that. that yeah he wants to let me go and stuff for like going out and i'm like you know what i would let myself go so i just sent him like my resignation letter i didn't want to deal with that and all of that so yeah that's how that first one ended and yeah i just focused on nine to five i was like you know what maybe tech is not for me let me just focus on my nine to five and then in december i saw one job like that one internship job i'm like eh, okay let me just apply because I also applied for a lot of like nine to five focused jobs, like for like um Deloitte and all of that, and mobile and all of that. I'm like, okay, let me see what works, whatever comes first. So in January, I got a call that, oh, yeah, you applied for this job, this internship job. Yeah, are you still available? Da da da, let's talk. So yeah, I talked with the person and I started the job. So I left my nine to five. That was this this year. So January this year, I started the internship. So during th- during the time, I met I met my um, boyfriend in February. So we started talking and stuff. And him, he was super focused on like getting me a better job. That was like his number one thing. 
So I think um when did I finish my internship? I think in July. Before, like a month before I finished my internship, he got me another job. Like he connected me with somebody, so I had an interview and all of that, and then I got another job. So I left my internship and yeah, and in between I've got like I've been doing like some freelance stuff. I don't know, it just happened so fast. Like I don't even know. I feel like my um <laughs> my timeline is kind of weird. Like everything just happened so fast. Sometimes it's like really good. I'm like, okay, yeah, maybe I know how to design. And then sometimes it's like, okay, maybe I need to do nine to five. So but yeah, I feel like now I'm just like settling down and things are like, you know, getting better and stuff. So yeah. It's not easy. I wouldn't say anybody else do tech. Do it, but know that it's not easy money. You're not going to be a millionaire in like six months, the way people on Twitter say it. But yeah, you would enjoy yourself if you like what you're doing. That's what I'll say, to be honest. So yeah, that's that's the story so far. So yeah. First of all, I love that you have a partner that wants you to do better. Because, <laughs> no, yeah. honestly, that's key. Somebody it's that's like, oh, you're doing this. How do I help push you to do better? Mm-hmm. And yeah. like, I love it for you. You are yeah. immensely blessed. I'm going to repeat that. And in a lot of ways, I think I've told you this before. I look at you and I'm like, she's doing it. I can also do well in my own field. And like mm-hmm. you said, you said something about your final year, how you're like, I just tried. If that was the result, good for me. If it was not the result, okay, I tried. Which is something that I've struggled with for a long time. I've always been like, "Eh, you know, it won't work out. So I don't try at all. I just don't put in any effort. I think after I saw your result, I was like, this girl did it though. Yeah, start reading. I I gathered my books. (laughs) And I think Mm -hmm. I got the highest GP I've ever gotten in final year because I was like, this babe did it. She's, she, she did it. And funny thing is, I would have gotten a 2. <laughs> well, I got a 3.4. But at least there was the whole, you tried. And you're very right. Try something. It doesn't matter. I just try. That. I love trying. Like, I've tried a lot of things. Especially in design. Like, I've tried different types of design. I just believe, like, you never know. Just try. You never know what's going to work and what's going to stick. So, yeah. Trying is That's always... It. That's a great mantra, honestly. I, I'm going to keep on living by that. Because, like you said, sometimes it works, sometimes it does not work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I want to ask you, because, okay, let me give you an experience that just happened. None of them, they're all of my millennials. Nobody will listen to my podcast. <laughs> um, I recently interviewed for my PPE at this particular corporate company. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we were discussing salary, and then they brought up the amount, and it was shit pay. Like, it was horse piss, to be very honest. But because my auntie got me the PP, and I was like, oh, you know what, let's just do it. One year experience will not kill you. How do you navigate, like, pay with people that are like, hey, you should not be expecting so much. You're still young, you know, you Gen Zs, you don't have responsibility. <laughs> Honestly, I actually struggle with that. But like, I'm actually even still struggling with that. Um, but thanks to my brother and like my boyfriend, they are like the ones that I text. I'm like, is this okay? Should I ask for more? They're like, no, ask for more. Talk to them. Like, 
so I feel like they nudge me a lot and like I have them like in case you know I don't feel like okay I'm being paid well my brother and my boyfriend they're always there to say you should ask for more or this is fine or like yeah so I feel like thanks to them because honestly I don't know new project I'm working on right now it was still my boyfriend I was like yeah okay that works that works I would have asked for more but that works okay so I feel like I still struggle that actually as a junior designer in quotes I'll say myself a junior designer yeah a lot of people just expect you to like jump on like anything they give you so they don't really like offer you so much but you still have to be like yeah I beg I'm not doing this again and once you realize that you know some people are just actually they want to pay more but if you accept less good for them so they wouldn't even offer you more in the beginning so if you feel like deep down like I deserve more than this you should just say it like what's the worst that's going to happen no this is not in our budget and you're like okay if you can accept it's fine and if you can't you move on that's That's true that's that's very true okay so on the topic for today we're supposed to be speaking about like let me go back to this i'm so sorry everything is in my notes because my head is scattered that's fine okay um dating money lifestyle job opportunities with a sprinkle of nyc that's the topic for today which we've already even started talking about yeah so I want you to like put me through like a timeline of what Enola at you know final year in uni would have wanted from a partner who what she would have thought would have been like a grand gesture and mm-hmm. what Enola right now be like yeah I'm cool with it like how has your dating journey changed when it comes to money as you have grown up uh honestly I feel like when I was in final year, um, I was dating somebody that was long distance, and it was actually great during the time, but like he had money, so I feel like money wasn't really an issue because he was yeah. always okay with sending. And at that time, I didn't even really have use in quotes for money because like you know what do I want to buy, what do I want to get in school, just wigs or something. I don't know. So I don't know. I didn't really expect much. I don't really. I didn't really expect until I was in when I was in final year because I just wanted to get out of that school and you know live my life. But um, I would say that in a way, I was. I feel like I was more entitled when I was in final year because it's like you know I'm your woman. Spend your money. Da da da. All this kind mm-hmm. of things. I didn't really consider like other things that would you know affect that. But right now, um, to be honest, I feel like I. <laughs> I go for comfortable men because we can't both be, you know, struggling. struggling. Yeah, we can't. I feel like that's one thing. Like, we can't both be struggling and stuff. Because myself, I'm just trying to get my life together. It's nice if you're getting life together, but I'm also into older men. So, most of the time, they're mm. like, they put together. Okay, okay, I understand. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. I don't understand. Like, I don't do like two years older. So, I don't. I'm not in them. I'm not in the, always in the same age group. So when it comes to money, I feel like <laughs> I don't know. I don't really. I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. Honestly, I get you. If I was the, if I was into men that are really older than me, like five, six. I'm sorry, you're going to have to be made to a particular extent. Yeah, 
So um I don't know. I don't I've never really had a problem with money. I feel like everybody I've ever dated um kind of always comes true. And personally I feel like oh I'm not always I'm not the kind of person that'll be like, oh, you need to, you know, um baby girl allowance, da 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 you know. I don't do all of that. But people I'm with, they just tend to do things that will make me feel comfortable. Like, as long as to make me comfortable, I feel like people that I'm with always, like, try their best to, you know, do that. To be there for you. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's the most important thing. Like, I don't want to have to ask you to send, put me an allowance or any of those things that people talk about. Or as long as if I need something and it's comfortable for you, then you're going to be there. Yeah, that's what works for me. Honestly, that does make sense. It mm-hmm. does. Because yeah. I would not... I would not say I date older men. I, I don't... I don't know. I've never really tried to date guys older than me. Like, far, far older than me. Because mm-hmm. we always end up fighting. Because, <laughs> like, the ones that I meet at home or ones I've met, they always want somebody that's quite like, um, what's the word? Submissive. And I don't think I have that mm-hmm. personality. Yeah. It's not my personality. I'm not, yeah. I'm not like a person you can tell go left and I'll go left because we'll fight. First of all, I'm a first daughter and I grew up controlling things. So you're not going to tell me what to do. Mm-hmm. I get that. So I've, I get that. so I've never always like been in that particular lane, but I get you when you say a partner that comes through for you because that is one thing that I think I've had to learn to enjoy with the person I'm with. Mm-hmm. He always comes through. It may be, oh, can you help me get this thing? Can you help me run this stuff? There is mm-hmm. always a way he comes through and he is also very young, so I try not to put pressure on him, but he's like, you know what, I'm going to work really hard to make sure I get you this stuff, so I get yeah. you. So imagine if this person was now older and had a lot of money. That is basically but, it. I think that's the most important. Like, in whatever condition, you're going to be there for me. That's, I'm not going to put pressure on you. There's no um, unnecessary pressure. I'm not going to ask somebody that, you know, cannot afford to do something to um take me to this place or take me to that place you know you just always have to apply common sense in everything like i feel like people don't do that they want to just keep taking and taking and taking and they're not even they're never offering to like do things back and like you meet some men and bare minimum things they've never experienced it and it's like oh my god even my male (laughs) friends they'll be like why are you doing this? And I'm like, you're my friend. And they were like, no, 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 no. No, what do you want? Exactly. Like, what do you want that stuff? And he's like, bro, talk to people that like you. I know that oh. there's a gap, like, in relationships that the men always do more. But, like, women that like you would also do stuff for you. But just not being, like, in a financial capacity because, like, the men always tend to have more money for, like, they will do something for you. Can I be honest? A lot of Nigerian men don't date women that like them. They date <laughs> women that they think they should be with. True. That is very, very true. I'm not even... That's very true. Because I've seen guys be like, you know, 
for the place in life that I'm at right now. This is the kind of woman I'm supposed to be with. This mm-hmm. is the kind of woman I'm supposed to show up to events with. You know, the yeah. idea of who she is. Even the ones that don't even have yet, they'll be like, oh, when I have, you know, I'm going to change my person. I'm not going to be with this person because, you know. Wait, what? Someone has openly said that. Yeah, all these Twitter things that they'll say, oh, um, wait, wait till your man has money and then you see if you still be with him. You. Yeah. Because they know that when they get money, they're not going to be talking to you anymore. So it's like, I don't know. That's crazy. It's crazy. Well, I have had, like, guys move to me because they have this expectation, like, okay, you look in particular, you have, you have an aesthetic. And mm-hmm. I think it will suit the kind of woman I'm supposed to be going after. And then when you're like, okay, what do you want to get to know about me? And everything, you're like, mm, you know, you just, you seem independent. You seem like you have your own thing going on and I like it. Okay, but what else? And they'll be like, that's just the idea of who I want. Mm-hmm. And you seem like to be like, like it. You, they just like the idea of you. Yeah. Then, that's just what is common right now. And even women do it sometimes, like, you know, you don't oh, even I can't blame women. It's mostly based yeah. on, like, it's not really based on, like, how people perceive their man. It's more or less, like, this is the idea I have of who my dream man is supposed to be in a way of, like, love and everything. I don't think it's up to the way men are superficial with it. Yeah, definitely. Well, I do understand, like, young ladies being like, oh, my God, this is the kind of man I want. And then falling into the whole trap of well that's how it's supposed to be like you know the whole like we said before before when we started the whole like grand gesture you're supposed to be mm-hmm. buying me this and that like in yeah. their mind this is how you're supposed to be and then they now start dating fraud boys i'm sorry i really don't like fraud boys <laughs> i say like i don't like fraud boys because how will we be chilling and then i'll be you'll be receiving call yes it's day your gate guy I can't run. Right. Right. Like, imagine going out with somebody and then police stops you and they just arrest you because you're depressed and you have no idea. Please, I beg, I beg. No. That's the ghetto. It is the ghetto. And most people don't even care. Like, as long as money is coming. But, like, oh, I, I do. can't. Even... I, I do. Even... I believe that if a person can lie about their source of income, lie to people to make money, and I mean, like, concoct stories in order to make money they will lie to you you're nothing <laughs> definitely man me i just feel like younger women need to like remove the notion of like oh the person only loves you if you're like sending you so like very huge amount of money or things like that like you're 19 you're 20 you're 18 you're even 21 even 22 self like Let's be real, like most people are poor. Yeah, for sure. In Nigeria, right now, if you're making up to 100k, you're in the 1% of the 1%. Why are you? Yeah. Let's be real with ourselves, man. I feel like this pseudo classism that we have going on is just killing us the more. Like, you can't be 19 and be expecting somebody to be taking you to travel. Your... Yeah, like, let's, let's face reality. And like because people don't face the reality, you just tend to like follow fraud 
actors because these are the ones that still can like do all these things without thinking about their future because why are you spending too much money on unnecessary things where people are trying to live do you get for your own like you want to buy biggest gold chain or whatever those ugly ass Cuban links I hate them I understand if you're getting like manicinate diamond or something the cheap ones the affordable ones but yeah. why are you buying a whole ass necklace and you're like seize man seize like and it's so ugly i don't please i don't know i want i want us to do better honestly I no, like that's like i in my head when i was in somewhere in the band i did not care about all these yahoo boys which is very difficult. Like, it is very difficult for somebody to stay in Uniben and, like... And not date a Yahoo boy. Yes. I mean, I tell people that do not go to Uniben, they don't understand. I feel like you have to be in that environment to understand, like, people in that environment. It is uh... so... You see, you see your roommates <laughs> every night. They are, like, you know, with somebody in somebody's bands or something they're coming back with a new wig they're coming out with bundles yo and oh. like, the life of my living i remember when i got my first wig after graduation and i was like ha you did it you finally did it because i was like i saved up and it was still the cheapest wig but i was like perez you got it yeah because during graduation, everybody had a bone streak on, or mm-hmm. like they were receiving money, flower, money bouquet. Yeah. They were getting everything. Everybody was either changing their food. Like, I had a lot of people go to do um prep just for graduation. Mm-hmm. And then there was me with my friend's wig who was like, Will you wear this wig? Bro, it's so real, man. Like, the, the week we were signing out and stuff, like, engineering signed out as well. And then this girl, her boyfriend and his friends came in Mopo. I don't know if you remember when you were around. And they surrounded her and just spraying her money. And imagine mm. you finishing your exam, graduating, and nobody's there for you, and you're just watching somebody get so much money, the same class as you are, and it's like, did I even what am I doing wrong? Like, what? Like, you just be like, what did I do wrong? Did I misstep? Right. And I remember... I remember when I was in school, everybody was like, oh, Perez, you're so masculine. That's why you don't attract boys that like you. You're so this. You're so So, that. The first time I saw you, I was like, bro, this girl is... God, this girl is out of this world. I'm not even joking. I think that was like... Thank you. I think. No, I knew you before Miss Uniben, but I feel like I started to see you a lot during Miss Uniben. Yeah. like gorgeous thank you the crazy thing is i have been working since i entered uni always had a job Mm -hmm. and parents have a job (laughs) (laughs) because my parents were not supporting me a lot in school so i had to to eat i had to get the job Mm -hmm. and while i was getting a job to survive every other person was with a man to just you know, have the aesthetics that you're supposed to have as a uniband babe. And I yeah. was so angry at myself because I was like, you're making so much money, but all your money is going into food. <laughs> Nobody can see you're working so hard. Because after Miss Uniband, I moved on to tech sales. Oh, I and I did tech sales till I finished and I was making good money. Like, I would 
in a week, maybe I'll sell a subscription or four and then I'll sell devices. And that would like lead up to like 50, 60 K or so. But what was I need to do? I was just need to eat. And I was so pissed at myself because I was see every babe. Like they'll buy hair, shoes and bags. And I was like, ah. And I was like, why? And then I get told, you know, maybe you would have a boy going after you if you were more like less masculine, less, less taller. Less, maybe if you like were less independent. Maybe if you worked hard less, you see a man that wants to take care of you because you're not. One person specifically said, "You're not in your feminine era." Really? That's so ah. <laughs> This was a person that claimed to be my friend, and I was like, "Okay, that means thank you. you." Wow. I mean, I never really even like with my friends. We knew that oh, we cannot be with like third boys. So it wasn't even like a thing that we talked about. We just joked about our like, oh Jesus, everybody is getting this and that. But we knew that it was never going to be us. We were never going to do that. So as much as we wanted the money, we couldn't do the things that we were doing. So we're just like, yeah, let's fix our book a bag. That's the best that we can do. And that's what we did. And yeah, I feel like it's paying off now. Because now yeah. like, most of my friends are now like into tech anyway. So yeah, I don't know. It's, it's difficult, but it's very doable. It is very doable. I think you have to have a strong sense of self too. Because... I mm-hmm. learned from all my multiple jobs in Uniben. I learned how to sell myself. I remember somebody telling me, you don't have shame. You have the audacity of a Yoruba man whenever you enter a corporate room. Like, you can just sell yourself. It doesn't matter if they're giving you questions. You answer them wrongly, but you'll be like, yeah, I know what I'm doing. Yeah. And that has made me like feel like, okay, I make the right decisions. Because there were times where we'll go out to my friends and older men will be rushing us. First of all, Benin is a different place. Why was like a man that had a child up to my age telling me, you know, I'll take care of you. You're so beautiful. Don't worry. Is it bone straight you want? I will get it for you. Like, the guy has, had like two kids or still has two kids. And like the, the, the son was like maybe a month or so. I'm like Jesus, and his wife is so fine. Like he follows me on Instagram, and then he posted his wife. I'm like, wow, you cannot be serious. What What else do you need? What else do you want? She's fine. She's young. She's. I'm like, men are just greedy sometimes. You cannot. Well, human be beings are greedy. It's a nature. It's our nature. Honestly, it is crazy. And when it comes to like. Um, apart from my friends, I feel like my roommates in 200 level, they kind of opened my eyes to like a life outside. Like when I entered Uniben, I still was in my oh posting online era <laughs> era, like my my public relationship and stuff. So when I stayed with them for a bit, they didn't even have most of them never have Instagram. And then it shocked me to my core. I'm like, what do you mean you don't care about Instagram? Like everybody's on instagram We're like you know i don't we don't really care like nothing's going on this is real life man and then like it got me thinking like wow this is real life for real like instagram is just and since then i've just been like they're right i don't want to live my life because of things that i want to post online yeah and that was like a turning point for me i feel like that was even the time i started to i left instagram for a bit before i came back like last year and stuff 
Yeah. But it is crazy. It is crazy. I there. feel like you were very lucky on the friend department because you speak so like highly of your friends and how yeah. it impacted you positively. Yeah, I always yeah. tell I tell people yeah. people that I was friends with made my life miserable. I wanted to finish school because of those bitches. Now I can call them bitches out loud. I hated that's, them, and I still do. That is so insane. I don't like. That's why, like, I think I was very fortunate because I can't even relate to like the friend that I had that is like super bitchy is from secondary school, or the friends. I don't know, let me say friend because she's one of those girls that always have something negative to say about you, and like me now, I have very sensitive eyes, so my eyes always water whether or not I'm wearing makeup or more yeah. than wearing. So like every time I see her and I'm wearing makeup and I tend to not wear lashes because of that, she'll be like, Oh, you're wearing lashes today. Thank God. Or like, oh, your eyes are already spoiling your makeup and the event hasn't started. Like she's always saying something negative, like when we see, no matter what it is. I'm like and like I went out with her like last month and then she did the same thing again and I just thought nah, this girl is not my friend. Not anymore. And one time unprovoked, she sent me an edited picture of myself like like the person edited it in a very terrible terrible way like distorted my face and stuff and i'm like why and she who did you, it bro like she, she does and i just clocked it recently because i'm always like oh giving people benefit of doubt and like people have surrounded myself with they don't do stuff like that so like every time i see her like once a year i'm like maybe i'm tripping maybe i'm tripping. no you're not but like <laughs> Believe me, as a person who genuinely believed I was tripping with the people that I thought were my friends, you're not. You are definitely not. What you're seeing is what you're seeing. It's just crazy. Like, I don't even know why people behave like that. Like, it's insane. I feel like sometimes, I remember having this discussion with my friend where we're talking about how sometimes you get jealous of what people have, but it's how you direct your jealousy. True. There are sometimes I get jealous of people for having the most basic ass shit, having artistic talent. And I'm like, damn. Mm-hmm. But then I'm like, you know, I either have to learn from it. I, I think I've been doing like a lot of therapy and everything. So I was also like, I have to either see that as a good thing as like, okay, that's what I'm lacking and I have mm-hmm. to work on it and dead it. Because it's not about the person, it's about me. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Damn. I feel like when I explain what Uniben, the concept of what Uniben is to people that did not go there, they're like, but that's like impossible. And I'm like, no, Benin is a different place. That's why I tell my boyfriend all the time. And he's like, nah, it can't be like that. Da, da, da. I'm like, I can't explain it to you. Honestly, you you have to witness it. This has to be there. It's a different world. Like, it is a different thing. Especially I remember. If, if you're being, you might not even notice that. Oh, it's a different life. Oh but my god. Yes. It's like, oh, wow. And they be like, is that normal? And you're like, yeah. <laughs> you know. You start to realize that yeah, a lot of things are not normal. Nah. Mm-mm. I think moving to Lagos was one of the best gifts I could do for myself when it comes to, like, the South is quite different, I've noticed, mm-hmm. from how other places move. I remember in Delta State, and Binyan and 
Delta really have like a very similar culture, but Delta is quite quiet, unlike being loud. Mm-hmm. They have like a culture where you keep things hush hush, but you don't really keep things hush hush. If you get what I'm saying, like they don't speak on it, but you can see it. You can see crazy things happening. You can hear yeah. crazy things happening, but you don't really speak on yeah. it. Like, yeah. we'll just be like, yeah, okay, that happens. <laughs> I feel that. And then over here, people are like, we have to address the issue. Okay. And you're like, do you really just. That's true. That is true. I feel like a lot of crazy things happen in Bini, but everybody's like, mm, yeah. Yo, I remember one time there was a crazy situation that happened and we heard like a lecturer was, you know, seeing his um a student and everybody's like, mm, good for them. <laughs> right, like it's like okay. <laughs> I think they're happy, I guess. It's mutual and all of that. Like, like great for you though. <laughs> or you'll be like, Oh, you know this person did that thing and that are you like mm, okay, that, that you know, happy for them. Right, like it's never like oh my show course that second, but after that oh it happened it happened. Yes, that's 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 the same. <laughs> it happened. Life they happen, don't worry. No chest down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh okay, I also want to ask you about your NYC here because I'm doing my NYC. It's the ghetto. Oh I hate it. Gosh. How was it yeah. for you? Man, I was lucky. I feel like I'm, I'm saying I'm lucky a lot, but my thinking, keep on saying it. <laughs> uh, very, very nice people. Like, if not, I wanted to pursue tech, I would still be there. Like, I had the best managers. Like, I feel like I was, the, I was like the baby of the office. So, like, sometimes the managers even like buy me chocolates and stuff. Like, you know, like they were only two, we're only two women in the office, and they still like bought us food and stuff like that. So, they are really nice and like. When I'm in the office, I don't feel stressed. Like I don't feel like oh, I hate NYC. But the moment I step out to like transit anywhere, maybe walk to to my house or like my house to work, I just feel like shooting myself. That was the worst part for me, like going to work. But being at work, you know, I wasn't. I didn't have that NYC where you know they send you to do unnecessary things like buy food and stuff like even if one person says to buy food my manager will be like no send somebody else like send the cleaner send so i never like dealt with any of that and even when like the ceo was around it was never crazy like he even brings because our ceo doesn't stay in nigeria so he comes once in a while he'll bring a lot of snacks put on my table he'll be like yeah share it for everybody and all of that so it was a very nice culture it was a food company so sometimes they give us bread ice cream everybody was always like you know, there are times when work is work, but most of the time everybody is chill with each other. So yeah, apart from the transits, I had a pretty good NYC. I'm not even going to lie. And <laughs> I don't know how, but thankfully, I found the job early enough. Like I found the job before I even went to camp. Thanks to my brother, because he told me, Oh, find a job before you go to camp. So that when you come back, you're not searching for jobs. Because everybody yeah. has different So it's like, oh, you're just coming back to start work and that's what i did and like i feel like it was smooth for me but yeah till the end everything was great um i'm not even gonna lie it was really good apart from you know being in lagos yeah but it was no lagos is the ghetto, it is the ghetto. every single time because i don't have to take the bus to work thankfully my uncle drops me off at work 
But every single time I have to go for like CDS or thumbprinting, I'm just like, God, oh, this city. It was God. God. Uh, it was crazy. It was crazy. Times where I feel like um times where they will not be um well, then the line will just be so insane, and then everybody's pushing everybody, and I don't, I can't push anybody, so I'll just stand back. And again, thankfully my work is very chill, so they understand. So if you come like nine thirty, you might even be the only one at work. Because like everybody knows that there is pure scarcity, so you know nobody's saying oh you must still come by to work by eight a.m. or not or yeah you'll be punished or whatever. They understood that oh this Lagos is crazy, so coming to work nine thirty then was still okay, and so yeah that helps as well. Oh, you so, have to go to oh my the company I work for they're like CDS days don't bother coming. No, no, I didn't go to work on CDS so. I'm just saying, like, going to work on a normal day and stuff. Oh, that's nice. Mm-hmm. I have to go to work. That's so day. sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're very chill people. Like, I always talk to my manager about, like, my boy problems a lot. And uh-huh. like, mm-hmm. I always give me great advice. But, like, last one, like, the guy really, like, was a, a lot. And my manager was like, yeah, men will be men, men. I, I told you because he told me he was like yeah this person is not a good person but I was like no you don't know him like I do no. oh my god I, I <laughs> like you just don't know him like if you see him in this light you my godmother says my godmother is always like with men whatever they give is what they give you don't change it don't mm-hmm. turn it around and say like you know let's put it in the light let's yeah. see how it like she's like you never do that Whatever they tell you, whatever they are doing is what they think they want to do. It's never going to be anything else. Like once they don't do it from the start, I'm sorry. It's very hard for them to change their mind. Mm-mm. Unless they really like you, and that sometimes is that sometimes it's not even enough. Like they really like you, but mm, they don't the want thing. to put this in effort. Person, I know that this person really liked me, but the situation was they just liked somebody else more. So it was Wait, like, what? yeah, it was, it was a whole thing, like, honestly, I, it was a whole thing. Yeah. Hopefully One thing about that- me is that with a man, if I feel like there's another woman, I'm going to walk away because I'm very mm-hmm. lazy. See, that's the thing I would have said before last year, but now I don't even have, I can't say that anymore because I do not walk away. It feels like, I haven't met somebody that feels like, oh, me and this person together for it like it feels like twin flame yeah because it was just so insane but then when and i've taken a step away from it i just realized that it was just the whole situation of like the excitement of like i'm not supposed to be with this person that's what it was my own i think i remember i had a situation where it was like really intense and i was like that was just lost you wanted to fuck him it was not that (laughs) (laughs) it was not that deep (laughs) so so real so real but yeah, it wasn't that deep. Like after when you take a step back, like what was I even doing? Twin flame call, please. I love that you've had amazing experiences because I feel like that's something that I want to now start spreading with my podcast. Mm-hmm. Spreading joy. <laughs> like you said, the media nowadays has been filled with just um what do you call it? Bad news. Yeah. What not to do, 
how like you always just see am i the asshole for saying my girlfriend is fat am i the asshole for opening my relationship up or like there's always just something bad going on yeah something negative yeah and i love that you are so full of light (laughs) that it's honestly it's contagious because now i'm laughing and i'm 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 smiling i mean isn't always like this like to be honest i feel like um, I make a conscious effort to not be put down and to like not surround myself with negative stuff because like I remember one year I think 2017 I was like that was like the darkest time ever for me and after I came out of that I was like I let myself be, be like surrounded with negative things and it got to me so bad and like I was so focused on like material things like things that I don't have so I let that go. Like, I don't care that I don't have it right now. I will have it. Like, that's a certain. And things that I've always wanted, like material things I've, like, two years ago, I've been like, wow, I have them now. And, like, it's nothing. If I lose them today, I'll be fine. Like, I know I'll get another one. So I feel like letting go of all of that as well helps. You realize that if it's a new phone, by the time you even... You get to a stage, you will not even want to change your phone, even if a new one comes out or a new wig or whatever. You realize that, yeah, I beg. You get that thing, I get it. I get it. Mm Because I think I was telling somebody about my living situation, and they're like, But you're a rich kid. And I was like, Wait, what? They're like, Everything you explained is giving rich kid energy. I was like, I don't get. They're like, Okay, first of all, you have a curfew. I was like, Yeah. Your uncle drops you off at work. I was like, Yeah. And you get breakfast made and everything for you, and you're complaining about all the bad things. And they're like, if you look at it that deeply, it's not that bad. People yeah. want your life. And I had to like take a step back and be like, oh my God, that's true. That is very true. There are a lot of blessings that Perez from 2018, 2020 would have thought, oh my God, this is beyond me. Mm-hmm. I think I lost my joy in 2021 and i just recently started getting it back and 2021 me would have been like oh my god you have all of this oh my god you moved to lagos i I thought we were scared i thought we didn't want to do anything oh wow you you bought yourself this thing because this was this year was my first birthday that i was extremely happy i had my friends like i have good friends that were texting me and like sending me lovely messages and saying baby girl we appreciate you not friends that will forget my birthday and text me later in the night (laughs) or friends that like i have friends that i can finally call on the phone and be like this is what's going on and they'll be like okay let's cry together and they'll be like okay should we read the bible verse together do you want us to discuss this how do you want to fix it this is my solution but you know i know you're different how do you want to go about it I don't have friends who are always in a space where they're like, oh, um, this is all bad. Um, why are you even bringing this to me? Because I remember when I was in school that time, the friends that I had, I could never take any of my life situation to them. And I used to be so lost because I just always felt alone. But now I have a community and you're right. You're actually yeah. really right. Because if you keep on focusing on all the things that are not working out, that are not going well, you would now start finding a way to destroy the good things that are happening for you. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. 
You're yeah, very, very nice. I love that energy. Thank you. I'm glad that you are consciously making an effort to do amazing, honestly. Like, like I said, I'm really, really happy that I invited you on. Like, it's, there's just this energy of like, oh, wow, yeah, okay, that, this is possible. This is a, just like, oh, okay. Yeah. I love it for you. Thank you. Thank you. It's still, it's still like, you know, a process anyway. When, because I'm a very anxious person. So, in the times where all of this don't even matter, I'm just super anxious thinking about the next thing. But then, you know, when you have people around you that will always like, um, I remember I posted one thing, like, um, I can't remember exactly, but something that normally I wouldn't do because of how anxious I, I am. My friend now like, replied, I was like, yeah, I'm so proud of you. Normally, you would have been super anxious and stuff. But, like, yeah, like, the process, like, today, yeah, I might not be able to do it, but tomorrow, I will be able to do it. So, yeah, just having that mindset just makes life a bit better. That's so nice. Thank you for coming on the podcast. And even if it's, it's almost an hour. Um, what is one piece of advice you give the listeners? Male, female, anything? Like, what's one advice you're like, this is something I've learned, take it. Okay. Um, well, always being consistent. Like, just do a little bit every day. That's all you need. You don't have to, like, do the best. You don't have to do 10 over 10 every day. Just do a little bit every day. And anything, live, love, whatever, and it will get better. That's just what I'm going to say. Be consistent. A little bit every day. Alrighty. Okay. Thank you. Have a good day ahead. Thank you for coming on the podcast. Thank you. Bye. Bye.